Hello and welcome to Football 2 Plus 3, exclusive to the Ginger's Perspective. And what a weekend of football it has been. Let me start off before I chat with uh, my partner in crime, the Football Authority, Mo. Let's congratulate Chris Hewton and Brighton on their promotion to the Premier League. It's a little bit difficult to say as a Newcastle fan as we still need to get promotion. But three games left, who knows. But I think Hewton... Uh, has been there before. They missed out last season because of a draw with Middlesbrough that saw Borough go up, and now it looks like Borough could be coming back down. So well done to Brighton and Chris Hewton. Not an easy league, the Championship Mo, but uh, they're in the big money after 34 years. So uh, Brighton will be quite happy with their efforts to date, and Friday they'll probably win the title too. Yeah, you would know all about Championship football and how difficult it is. You followed it closely this season. Uh, but all respect to Chris Hewton, I mean, he's done a fantastic job. Brighton are a club that seem to be going places. They've been, you know, in a promotion fight for a few years now. And, you know, they've got a, a good, uh, nice stadium. They've got a good owner. And, you know, there's a lot of clubs that are now from the south of England, eh? Yeah. Brighton, I think Southampton are there. Bournemouth. Brighton's the furthest. It's almost like playing in France. <laughs> Let's hear from Chris Hutton now. Uh, he says that he never expected them to be where they are at this stage of the season. Incredibly proud of the way that they've bounced back. But, um, but no surprises. Um, did I expect us to be here at this stage of the season? Uh, no, I didn't. Um, really? No, I didn't because it's, it's incredibly tough to do. I expected us to be right up their challenges. Uh, and if you said to me at some stage we'll be at top of the top of the division, um, I would have thought, well, listen, we, we, we've, we've uh, developed well. We've learned a lot from last season. We've got a group of lads that are capable of doing it. But being capable of doing it and doing it, you know, are two different things. They've, they've been good all season. They've bounced back. They've, they've showed um, a real good determination and a real desire to, to want to win as many games as possible in whichever way. All right, that's Chris Hewton, the Brighton manager, chatting to the BBC. Let's move our attention now to what's happening in the Premier League because Chelsea suddenly have had their lead cut to just four points from second place Tottenham Hotspur. One point, 12 points clear, styling, cruising to the title. Then came along a certain gentleman called Jose Mourinho and outfoxed Antonio Conte at the Theatre of Dreams. Antonio, you are obviously disappointed today. Uh, what, what do you think went wrong with your team today? Uh, but uh, I think I think uh, that Man Manchester United uh, deserved to win because it showed uh, more desire than uh, than us, more uh, more motivation, more ambition to win this uh, this uh, this game. And uh, uh, it's simple. It's simple. Will you be asking the players why? Oh, he absolutely pulled a number on him. Um, Conte was spinning after that. He didn't know which way to look, what to do. And uh, Jose, once again, look, I I'll be honest, I was one of those guys, and when I looked at that starting 11, I'm like, what the F is you are you doing, Jose? Do you want to lose this game? Is Are you focusing only on Europa? But, I mean, what a performance those players. And it, it reminded me of, of back in the Sir Alex Ferguson days, where you would take a bunch of average players, I mean, and make them world-class and, and, and unbeatable on the day. I mean, guys like Anderson and all the, those who played for United were average, you know, and somehow uh, Mourinho managed to get it out of, you know, Ashley Young, you know, uh, uh, Damien's an average defender, Rojo is an average defender. They're not world-class. I must say, 
Herrera was my man of the match. He was absolutely outstanding. And the, the way he... Apart from the handball. <laughs> but I think that the fact of the matter is the way he marshaled one of the best players in the world, and Eden Hazard, you know, it's testament to the game plan that Mourinho put out there. Let's hear from the special one, Jose Mourinho. Now, this is what he had to say to the BBC. Well, Jose, it was, it was clear you had a plan today. Did that plan work absolutely perfectly? I think so. And I think it did also at Stamford Bridge in the Cup because it was exactly the same plan uh, with 11 players was was working. Very difficult for them. Um, very fast and creative players. The best counter-attack team in, in, in the country. We controlled them. We controlled them very, very well. And at the same time, we could be aggressive. We could press them also high, recover the ball in higher positions that allow us to go also behind and to try to find some depth. So I'm really happy with the boys, but but I'm happy. Please don't misunderstand me because you like stories. It's not because it's Chelsea. It's because we need these three points to stay in the fight for the, for the fourth position. But the personal stories are always interesting to people. You must feel that little bit of extra joy yourself for this win. I don't, I don't. I beat, I beat the, the leader. And the leader doesn't matter if it is Chelsea or another one. We beat the leader. We beat deservedly with total convincement, with the result and with the performance that um, uh, I don't think anyone can doubt about our our credit to win the game. This is my my pleasure. And after Manchester City and Liverpool victories, putting all the pressure on us, probably waiting for us to to lose this match or to lose two points. We won it and we are still there fighting with tired people, but amazing people and we keep fighting until it's possible. So Mo, in terms of Jose Mourinho, he said it's not extra special because it's Chelsea. What do you make of it? I mean, he is a tactician, but it feels like things are clicking at Manchester United and that next season could be a very different ball game altogether. And uh, look, I mean, he knew he knew how to set up, and he tried this in the FA Cup game. Okay, it didn't work out because of the red card, but you know he set his team out right. He knew what to do, and he threw a big uh, surprise by dropping Zlatan. I mean, I think uh, the Chelsea lot were all preparing to have Zlatan because he's featured uh, for United so heavily, and they were prepared for him. And when they got Rashford, they just were confused, and uh, you know. Mourinho was spot on on the day. He just he just outthought his opposition, and I don't want to be that just like Liverpool supporters say, watch us next season because we don't know what's going to happen. But uh, it, it, they they've been promising throughout the season. I mean, they dominate games. It's just they were drawing too many. Yeah. And I think this this game could just be the catalyst for them to to, to turn it their season around and maybe get top four. But their fixtures are, aren't going to be easy. There's a lot of, they've got to play Spurs, they've got to play Man City, they've got to play Arsenal, all of those guys in the mix. So it, it will be interesting to see what happens there. Yeah, they've still got, uh, it looks like, well, on City they've got one game in hand. Arsenal, they've played the same amount of games. So those two, two will be crunch matches. Um, I think it was quite interesting to see how Conte basically con- conceded that he was outsmarted on the day. But what I didn't enjoy that... And I don't know if it's a case of Manchester United not allowing Chelsea to play, but none of them showed any metal. None of them stood up and said, you know what, let's take the game by the scruff of the neck and get stuck in here. No one did it. And 
I don't know what your take is, but for me, I was very disappointed in the way Chelsea reacted to the onslaught from Manchester United. Yeah, they were pretty much clueless, eh? And I think the Premier League channel last night watching, like, uh, Dion Dublin and I think it was uh, Don Hutchison or one of them talking, it's like there was no plan B, you know? Okay, they marked Hazard out of the game, but nobody else came up with any ideas. You know, sometimes tactics can only get you that far. You've got to be, you're a player, you're on the field, think for yourself, you know? If something's not working, try and do something different. And the whole lot of them, I mean, Costa was up to his old tactics of fighting with everybody yeah. and not concentrating on trying to get a goal. He just wanted to fight and battle. But that was uh, deliberate from Rojo, though. He got under Costa's skin. It was masterstroke. That's a good thing, you know. You get it. But I also may, I have a feeling maybe, you know, at Costa was just not in the mood. He likes Jose Mourinho. He does. He would only sign for Chelsea because of Mourinho. So, look, I mean, uh, they were all clueless. I'm happy we beat them. It's it's a fantastic result, and uh, you know a lot. You've, you'll see a lot of Man United shirts for the next couple of weeks. <laughs> the rest of the Liverpool and City and all these other supporters have to just bear with it. Can't do anything about that. What are you saying? Some of those Chelsea fans have swapped their their tops, have they? Yeah, they've turned them around, and now it's a you know, Spurs <laughs> shirt underneath. <laughs> yeah, but on the topic of Spurs, I'm sure that they they, they look like they they could. Hunt them down. Eh? Spurs could definitely hunt Chelsea down. Four points. They've now won 15 home games on the bounce, Spurs. Oh, they're just clicking at the right time. I mean, Kane, uh, he was on fire. Uh, son, you mean Son, he's, he's been on form. Ericsson, Delhi Ali, it's just quality. And I think, you know, we could, we, we, were, we were saying that Chelsea will win it a few weeks ago. And I think Spurs might, they haven't got other, other ideas, eh? It'll be very interesting to see. I mean, Spurs do have the match against Manchester United still to come. And so they've got uh, Arsenal as well. So. Yeah, so oh, it makes for a fascinating conclusion. It really has has been gripping to watch how this has unfolded, this title race. So we'll see. But Spurs, I mean, Pochettino has said that they're in an exciting space. They're headed in a new direction. And I think he's spot on. with What he's got those, that those players doing is incredible. They're playing great football. As you say, a guy like Son has just come out from nowhere and just picks up goals. And I mean, Harry Kane's got 25 or something stupid like that this season. It's incredible. Um, but I think it's been collectively, he's got goals from everywhere. Ericsson, as you say, Son... Deli Ali, I mean Harry Kane. It's it's been a, they've been a joy to watch, and for yeah. a neutral, you look forward to a Spurs match these days. No, I, I mean I'm a United supporter, and I, I enjoy watching Spurs play. And I think uh, Pochettino would have learned from last season. You know when they bottled it, he's he's got his uh, he's got his uh, affairs in order and with his players. And I don't think they're going to bottle it this season. I think they'll push Chelsea right to the end, and it might just be closer than what we all thought it would be. Where, where the others were just playing for second best. I would not mind seeing Spurs win the title. Honestly, it would be great for the Premier League. You had Leicester last season, which no one saw coming at 5,000 to 1 uh, to win the title. They, they surprised everyone. Could they do the same in the Champions League? Mm, I doubt it, but it will still be interesting to watch. That said, Spurs coming through would be great, though. It would be a fantastic ad for the Premier League, but I think that this FA Cup game against Chelsea for Spurs would if they were to lose it, it would have a psychological knock on it. I think that it might just cause their season, you know, they just fall away. I, I don't want it to happen, but I think that that, that that match might be key 
to the Premier League. If, if Spurs get it, pull, pull uh, a win over Chelsea in the FA Cup, and then they go through to the final, that could you know boost them going forward. But if they lose that game, that could cause a you know psychological uh, issue. I think you hit the nail on the head. I think that's where that's where Chelsea were undone. Was that psychological edge? Uh, against Manchester United, just the way United set up. But we've spoken plenty about that game, and well done to Mourinho, and well done to all the fans. And hey, look, you've got to give it to us. We haven't enjoyed a, a good season. Right? Yeah, fair, fair enough, fair enough. <laughs> Let's turn our attention quickly to um, the likes of Arsenal uh, beating Middlesbrough, squeaky win over Middlesbrough. But what it has done is it's piled further pressure on on. Um, the guys from Middlesbrough, Sunderland, um, those northeast clubs are in dire straits. Um, Swansea now sucked in. We didn't think that Swansea would be sucked in, did we? We thought yeah. we thought Paul Clement would do a job there, but he's under pressure. Yeah, I mean, we thought that Swansea would be safe, but somehow it's just worked against them, and uh, they they've been sucked in there. Hala climbing, you know, a bit out of it. I, for me, Palace are safe. I think they've got they've got enough in there to be. To be regarded as safe, even though their fixtures are, are quite tough. Yeah, uh, you know, but Bournemouth also are, look like they're getting involved in that bottom half. I mean, they're only in 16th place, and and although there's a five-point gap between them and Hull, uh, we mustn't forget that Middlesbrough do still have a game in hand, but that doesn't really matter with them. They just end up losing. Yeah. Well, I mean, so, yeah, you're it's right. Intense. It's getting intense in the bottom. Eh? Uh, looking at the the bottom. Uh, five places, uh, even Palace in 15th, 35 points. Um, yeah, Bournemouth could find themselves being sucked in at just the wrong time. Five games remain, uh, six for Middlesbrough and Sunderland, but you never know. Swansea, they could fire. They have Swansea do have the players, though, that when they fire, they can they can win. You think of Lorente, you think of um, uh, Sigurdsson, you know, just to name a few, whereas Middlesbrough, uh, they look at Negredo, I mean, Sunderland, Jermaine Defoe, they've pinned their hopes on there, or, or Nietzscheby. I think Sunderland, Middlesbrough, definitely gone. That final spot is very much up for grabs. Yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't want Bournemouth to go away. I no. I prefer Bournemouth to stay. I would have, Hull City should go, if you ask me. I mean, they, they, they have the status of a championship club. They're not a Premier League team. No, I agree with you. I think Hull, nah, they can go down. But it's interesting... Of all the teams that are promoted from the championship, 44% have been relegated straight away. Uh, so it's quite interesting. We'll see what happens there. But Brighton will definitely take their place amongst the Premier League Giants next season. Quickly, fantasy. Uh, Harry Kane, you've got to get him in the mix. You really have to. Um, at this point of the season, I don't see him misfiring at all. I think he's only going to add to that 25-goal tally. Yeah, no, definitely. Harry Kane's a must. In midfield, you can choose between Dele Ali, you know, Ericsson, and even Son. So, if you want to put all the Spurs players as, as many as you can get in, uh, also, you know, you might want to look at Ender Herrera. He had an assist and a goal yeah. in, in, against Chelsea, so he might be an option. Um, other than that, I mean, I wouldn't touch any Arsenal players right now. They don't seem to be in it. Uh, well, Sanchez got a great he, free kick last night. He but did. I mean, he's not getting you the points that. You, you should be getting. Uh, yeah. I still want to get rid of the Chelsea players. I maybe keep them. You know, Eden Hazard is still decent. Yeah. Do you stick with Lukaku? 
Everton in seventh. I mean, I mean, look at his goals. I mean, he's just going to keep scoring. He's not stopping. Yeah, I think he's I he's one guy you, you need to look at getting uh, continuing with. Maybe a, a Vardy still up front. Um, Leicester still have somewhere to go. Who knows? Uh, I wouldn't go with it. Eh? I think that they, once the, they, they get knocked out of the Champions League, Leicester will sort of fizzle out and, and, and you won't get that many points with the likes of Vardy. I'd rather concentrate more on the big, put in the big hitters and, and, and use that. All right, Mo, well, still a handful of games left in this season of the Barclays Premier League. Anything can still happen at the top or the bottom. It is a neutral fan's absolute dream to witness the best league in the world come to its business end. Uh, remember to catch us on iTunes, cliffcentral.com, and on csduplicy.co.za. Mo, your parting words? As always, be champions. There you have it. Thanks for listening to Football 2 Plus 3. We'll catch you again next time.